arrived at the house, and at first glance it seemed empty. A shame. Zandri sighed and tiptoed away, silently turning her heels. Not silently enough, it would seem. Dragon scale, she cursed, finding a long curved dagger pointing right at her chin. So, here is our little spy. The voice, and the weapon, belonged to the most beautiful man she'd ever seen. That wasn't saying much, as she'd never left the Var. Their men were known for the love of ale, not their grace and refinement. The man, or rather the elf, had short, dark hair, which wasn't typical of their race. One of his pointed ears was adorned by a sapphire, the same exact blue as his eyes. He smiled, which shouldn't be allowed, because her usually steady knees gave out and put the sword back in its sheath. Don't be too hasty another voice pitched in, coming from above her head. Zandri looked up and a short laugh escaped her lips. Never mind the first elf. The platinum-blonde, long-haired one perched on a large branch above ought to have been painted by the finest master. She may still be an enemy. It's just a girl, Argon. A girl with a mouth, and you've just given her my name. Her eyes popped out of her skull, because she may not be the worldliest woman, but affairs happening beyond her borders fascinated her. Whenever strangers passed by her little village, she'd listened, and asked, too. She knew of Argon, the Endar prince, who'd been missing for years, and presumed dead. Holy smoking dragonfire. They were going to slit her throat. Are you an agent of the shadows, and do you intend to sell us out? She shook her head vehemently and replied, No, for good measure. See, she's fine. The blonde-haired prince rolled his eyes. In all honesty, she might have done the same, because his argument was rather flawed. She could have, like, lied. But right now, she was all for taking the foolish elf's side. I'm a truth-seeker, little girl, he told her. No one can lie to me. Oh. Well... That changed things, although she didn't think there was any truth-seeker alive, not since... And the penny drops. The last truth-seeker had been Turin of Arran, and the man was very much supposed to be dead. He had been killed before her time, and that was the whole reason behind the war that had plagued their kingdoms. I'm not going to say a word, she swore, but I'm just a little bit curious as to why you aren't dead. Both of you. Zandri didn't expect either of them to reply. To her surprise, Turin sat down on the grass next to her and told her a story about death, evil, and shadows. She sat next to him, listening eagerly. She only understood one word out of two, but she soaked in his voice and imagined the world as they saw it. Sixty years ago, I was young and foolish. You're still foolish, the second prince interjected. I believed my gift meant that I could always see the truth. So when a female elf, a very sexy female elf, stop interrupting or tell the story yourself, damn it. Argon shut it. When the elf came to me saying she needed help, that her realm was in danger, I believed it. I didn't know that my powers don't work on shadows. What are shadows? The elf was patient enough to explain it. There are four known elements in the world. 
earth, water, fire, air. And there is a fifth acknowledged by anyone with a bit of sense. Ether, she completed, surprising the elf. Normal people didn't go around talking about ether. Before they'd known she had no magics, though, her parents had instructed her well. After, she'd educated herself by sneaking books out of their library when she could. Very good. Ether, most know about. But there's also shadow. She frowned. Think of it as a conscious negative energy. The four basic elements are neutral, and ether is positive. Shadow thrives when the world is in despair. War. Violence feeds it. And just like there are some individuals infused with ether, shadow penetrates certain people. That was rather creepy. So you're saying that this elf was an agent of evil?